A good Nerev Shabbos, Parshas Emor, Erev Lagba Omer, Pesach Sheni. Ah, unbelievable. I want to start off with something. It's one of my favorite all time boards. It says, Emor Marta that the, it's a double lashon that the Kohanim, tell the Kohanim and tell them. And from here, Rashi brings down the Chazal, it says, that the older Gdolim should warn the younger younger Kohanim about to be careful when you have to go outside and when they would see all their friends playing in a cemetery, great game of hide and seek or something like that, or soccer in the cemetery, soccer, I don't know, it's a little twisted, I'm from California, so I think of these weird things, but the Kohana have to warn their kids. The Gdolim have to warn the young kids. You can't do that. I don't know what the original source of this word is. I've heard from different people, so I'm, and I don't remember all who I've heard it from. So I'm just going to say it's a, some tzaddikim said, Lahazir Gdolim Alektanim is not just to warn. Lizaher means to warn. But also the lashon of the word, the work of Shimon Bar Yochai, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Tanaloki, who wrote the Sefer Zayar, who taught the teachings that are written in the Sefer Zayar. Hazohar is also to shine. Lazhir, so they say that Lazhir that the job of the older people, the rabbis, the people of influence, the community leaders, is Lahazir that they should shine their radiance to the younger generation and inspire them in that way. And not to, to you better, and others, oh, so good to see you, and like, yeah, wow, you know, being a Kohen, you have to be careful of that, but in a shining, loving way. I think that's a very big lesson in in general, and uh, is very important. That's uh, the first idea. The next idea being that it is Pesach Sheni. Um, I would be pretty recalcitrant if I would not mention a little bit about what Pesach Sheni is. And Pesach Sheni is uh, brought down in Baloscha in chapter 9 of Numbers, or Midbar, as us Jews call it. And it says that they're doing the Pesach in the Midbar, the first year of the Midbar, and um, came the time to do the, the Korban Pesach, and it says, There were some people who were Tmeim to human being. They wouldn't be able to do it. And they came to Moshe and Aaron on, on that day, and they said, Oi, we're Tmeim. But Lama Nigara, Levilti, Hikrivas, Korban Hashem. Why are we being held back from being able to sacrifice the sacrifice of Hashem in its time, the Torah of Israel. So Moshe says, listen, let me ask Hashem. And then Hashem says to Moshe, teach the Jewish people that anybody who is tummy to a person or is in a very far away place and is not able to do the Korban Pesach on the regular time, so on the second month, on the 14th of the month, in the afternoon, they should do the same way that you do on the 14th of Nisan, and you do a Korban Pesach. And um, they have this opportunity to uh, make up. So many of the tzaddikim explain that it seems to be that the desire to do the mitzvah was so powerful 
that it created the as if there was a new opening that Hashem kind of as it were because Hashem never changes as if Hashem changed and gave a new mitzvah to create the Gemara actually it's a machlok it's Pesachenia Yom Tov Nifneatzmo it's his own holiday is it just a makeup day and um, but the, the desire to do the right thing was able to create a reality and that gave these people the opportunity to perform the mitzvah which is a beautiful idea now um it just so happens that the Zohar Kodesh says that well let me explain one other thing point for who are these people that were Tameim there's a more or less different op- options who they were one of them was Elazar Tamar, and some people have different names that they went in to take out the bodies of Eldad and Medad who had died on the 8th day of Nisan when they were doing the dedication of the Mishkan and the fire came down burnt them they were dead hence they need to be removed from the Kodesh of the Mishkan and Elazar and Tamar went in and took them out and then they became Tameim now if that happened on the 8th day of the month so if you add let's say 8th day of the month and you have 9th and 10th so that you added 2 days and then 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th 14th, which has a the eighth of the month is to actually count that day as itself. So that's day one, the ninth is day two, the tenth is day three, eleventh is four, twelfth is five, thirteenth is six, and the fourteenth day is the seventh day. So they had to be Tameim for seven days. The Korban Pesach is brought on the fourteenth, but it's only eaten at night. So they're saying, Lama Nigarat, why are we gonna be held back? We'll be able to eat it just a few hours later. We'll be taharim. We just can't eat it at the time when they're roasting it, but nobody's allowed to eat it then. You're only allowed to eat it in the evening anyways. So why are we being held back? Many other Mephorshim say that sometimes in life, people look at themselves, at their circumstances, and find all these reasons why, well, I'm so close to getting what I need to get. Why, why does it have to be, you know, like the policeman is about to write you a ticket and says, but you have my destiny in your hand and you could decide not to write the ticket or you could do this. Your fate is not sealed. So from here we see an idea that I think that most of us need to understand that the only thing that seals our fate is Kodesh Baruch Hu. But sometimes if we express our desire to come close and do Hashem's will enough so then it's as if we're giving God that ability to make that shift and change and uh, I think that that's something a big lesson for us to learn about Pesach Sheini and I think it's also a huge opening for Balei Tshuva Balei Tshuva say like I messed up why can't I get a second chance and uh, so we get a second chance um by having that desire to do Ratzon Hashem. Now, it just so happens that Pesach Sheni also happens to be the yurtzeit of the Tana of Meir Balanes. Meir Balanes was... There's so many stories. How did he get the, the name Balanes and the whole thing that he 
redeemed the daughter of Chanani ben Tradion from Akupas uh, of a house of ill repute and redeemed her and uh, had to bribe the guard. The guard was, you know, didn't know to, 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 the whole story. Basically, is that Mayor Balanes told him, just ask if you ever have a problem, say Elokada Mayor Aneni twice, and you, you'll see Yeshua's. And just then there was a dog, something attacking. He said Elokada Mayor Aneni twice, and all the problems were resolved. And he realized that this is a very special thing. Uh, again, it's uh, we don't. It's not that I, ooh, we know the trick how to get God to change His mind. We'll just say Elokada Mayor Aneni twice, and magic happens. We need to develop a relationship with Kosh Borgel. The whole point of a mayor who's the one that does it, I think, is something which will be part of the vort that I'm going to now take together, the first vort of Lahaz here, and of mayor, and of Shimon Baomer, and put it all together with Pesach Sheini and a very special shtigl from the Zohar. The Zohar says, I'm paraphrasing, of course, that on the 14th of the month of of ER, a special gate opens up and stays open for seven days. And at that time, anybody who was not able to connect to Kosh in the right way on the first Pesach is able to make that connection during these seven days. And it seems the first day that it opens up is the day Pesach Sheini, which is also the day of a mayor Balanes' Yortzeit. Now, what does that have to do with the Zohar? What does that have to do with Yerb Shimon? So, many of the Mephorshim explain, there are many different systems in the in the mystical writings about how we look at what's going on on Sphere's Omer. The easiest one, easiest, easiest system to go by is that seven weeks and seven days, and they correspond to the lower seven Sphere's, there's a whole different system that the Rishash and other Nari and talk about. It's a little bit more complicated or a lot more complicated. But either which way, that the fifth week, according to the Shita of each week, is its own sphere of the lower seven spheres. So Chesed is the first week, Gvur is the second week, Tferis is the third week, Netach was the fourth week, which was last week. And the fifth week, which starts on Pesach Sheni, is the week of Hod. Hod can mean splendor, glory. What does this mean? The Swarma Kadoshim, I think, uh, different places describes that Hod has the ability to extend way, way, way out to the farthest recesses of where any Neshamas have ever fallen and could bring them back. But the Lashon uh, to these Bashetta, to ex- expand out to these places also has something to do with this idea of how a light expands and it it finds and, and is able to shed light into the darkest areas and the darkest recesses of the world. So even if a person has fallen to the lowest of low levels, this koach and the natural ability of hod is to shine a light to that dark place. And hence Remeir was a Tana, was also a Talmud of Kiva, according to most opinions, different opinions, but basically he was able to shine that light. Hence the name Mayor. Some people say his name was Rav Naharai, which would also mean to shine. But uh, that is 
with Rumer Balanes starts off this week and he's able to reach to those extremes. And then on the fifth night of the fifth week, which is Lag Baomer, that's the night of the Tana of Shem Now Shem he is the Hod of Hod. And therefore he's got an even more piercing laser light ability to reach and shine light into the darkest recesses of the world. And that's one of the other reasons why that during this week that Baruch Hu was telling us that no matter how far you've gone and you messed up and didn't have the ability on the first Pesach, you have this opportunity on the second Pesach. So I think it's an unbelievable opportunity that this week some of the tzaddikim explained that the gates open the whole week of Hod. That everything you die before has a tremendous, tremendous power to convince the Baruch Hu to give you what you're asking for. So Hashem should help us that our mind should be clear in what we want and what we need and be able to present it to Hashem Baruch Hu in a way that will convince Him to do this, everything that we need and want in the best way possible that will be for the best of us as individuals and best, best for Kuala Yisrael and best for the Gansa humankind. So um, one, one other little aspect to this is the, the idea that it was a, one of the Bakram the Yeshiva he was asking me a question he says Rebbe I want to want to get close to Hashem I want to like, spend some time I'm thinking about doing Tikkun Chatzos Tikkun Chatzos and he's asking me this on Thursday which was the 28th day of the Omer he wants to do it on the, that night which would be Pesach Sheni the 29th day of the Omer and I was thinking about it and I know that there's some people say on the Yanta of what you don't say sad things such as Tikkun Chatzos but it's brought down the Kisra Arizal that on the regular weekdays when we say Tachanun we say what's known as Tikkun Rachel which has a lot more mournful type of approach and on other nights even on Shabbos and Yantav and Cholomay and Rosh Chodesh and, and Tu Bishvat and Tu B'Av and Pesach Sheini we would say something known as Tikkun Leah and it's slightly different as far as what's being said but I thought about it I said you know this is a very beautiful thing because we we don't have we didn't have a Pesach this year and Pesach Sheni is dwindling kind of quickly over here got an hour and a half left to Shkia or something like that and I had my matzah and I picked up some lambs uh, the other day for Rages Agez, but it wasn't Zohar to bring Corbin. And I'm thinking quite often the Kosh Baruch Hu says, you know, you die for yourselves. Does anybody die for me? And I'm just thinking about it, Kosh Baruch Hu himself, Kav is wanting to have Pesach Sheni as well. Because he also wants to have the Havod in the Beis HaMikdash. But he doesn't have a Beis HaMikdash. And this Bachar who's asking me, can I say Tikkun Chatzos on Pesach Sheni? And I thought, this is so poignant. Wow, Hashem. Hashem would love to have a Pesach. He would love to see thousands and millions of Yidin coming 
the base of Mikdash with the Shetzalach to bring a carbon. So maybe while the gates are open this week, we should daven to Hashem to have Rahmanas on Himself, have mercy on Himself, help end the Gullahs, help build a base of Mikdash, help that we all be zochet to see the base of Mikdash and its glory and splendor. And this week where we have this ability to daven to Hashem for everything we want, let's also daven for the things that Hashem wants. And as Hashem, all of us will get what we really want and we'll be able to dance together with and sing in the race of Mikdash very, very soon. Zayn Have an amazing Shabbos. Happy Pesach Shani.